And Mama K. Hello, everybody. And it's everyone's favorite show of the year. It's the end of the year show where we do our top fives, our least favorite movies, a couple other superlatives we're throwing in. A uh, quick reminder for last year, I think our film of the year ended up being Parasite. This was before it won the Oscars. We were first to So recognize. good, yeah. It was on all yeah. three, or oh, sorry, all four of our top threes. Uh, so that's a pretty impressive feat right there. I don't think any other movies even made more than two. Uh, don't know if that's going to happen again this year, since I don't know how many of us saw, all four of us saw the same movie. I know uh, if it wasn't for the show, how you guys were... Probably not watching a whole lot of brand new movies, but uh, you know, I, I personally got 503 movies uh, watched this year, uh, 100 and I think 104 from 2020. So, got a nice little pool to choose from. Uh, oh, I have I have say... almost that many. I'm I'm really close behind in that. So. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Every I movie you... I watched is what you told me to watch this year. So. <laughs> Plus, I, I well, might then, have like a plus three to that, but yeah, I think so too. When we get to the uh, when we get to the uh, non-movie section of the of the thing, then maybe you'll you'll have more things to contribute there. Um, so this year, we're gonna start off with our worst movies of the year. Uh, I have a bottom five, I suppose. I don't know what you guys got, but uh, Mama K, why don't you lead us off? What's your least favorite or some of your least favorite movies of this year, twenty twenty? Yeah, this is rough. I mean, because when you just said now that Parasite was the best one last year and we were all like, yeah, that's the best one. Oh, wow. We've just devolved so badly. Um, so <laughs> I, ha- I have three least It's faves. a weaker year. <laughs> it's the weakest year. I can't think of a weaker year ever. So one movie I can't even remember the name of, but it's the deer movie with the people who talked like this <laughs> the whole time and Nicole Kidman was in it and it was awful. You're already um, off to a bad start because Coming of the Sacred Deer was not a 2020 film. So, are you kidding me? <laughs> Didn't I do this? God, this is like when you tried to drive Coco the other year. This is, you, you... <laughs> but we watched it so, this year. Yes, we watched it this year, but we don't go by what we watched this year. We go by the year it came out. So, okay, right, well, already you know over what? one. Okay, well, the other two right, I know were. Okay, so the Borat movie, awful, and Hubie Halloween. Then those are my Borat two. Subsequent movie film that was a good movie no it was subsequently terrible um probably the first (laughs) one was originally terrible so nope and um i think is hubie halloween gonna be on all of our lists because i feel like it should be the bottom list yeah i don't have much to say about them except for i regret having to having seen them yeah well and the deer movie i still regret that even if it was the year before (laughs) No, not this year, but uh, all right. So, Hubie Halloween and Borat subsequent movie film on Mama K's bottom two, since she her third is not a. Jess, why don't you give us your least favorite or some of your least favorites? All right, so I have down bottom five. They're not really ordered, just five shitty movies from this year, and uh, they weren't hard to put together. Like when I I read the Excel, I was like, yep, 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 yep. Finding the it's top probably five easier is, than oh, your top five, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Finding the top five. I could find, like, four, but finding the fifth one in the top five was hard for me. But the bottom five, the easy ones were Happiest Season, Devil All the Time, mm. Hubie Halloween, Greta and Hansel, and The Hunt. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Devil All the Time, really? season that much. Yeah. yeah um, it was bad. I, it was, I, I thought we all didn't like it. I movie didn't like it either. No. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it was a bad movie per se. I can't. Yeah, that are those. Uh, Hubie's on my bottom five. What other ones do you have? That, hey, Gretel and Hansel. Are the, you and I are the only ones who saw that. I didn't think that was. I think we saw worse horror movies than that. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit here and defend any of those. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I didn't care for any of those either. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know that's what it's what it that's is. Fair. Hunt, 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 Hunt was decent. I thought Hunt. Uh, yeah, I didn't like Hunt. Anyway, well, Nicole, up on to you now. Uh, this is where you get to shine. What movies sucked this okay. year? Okay, um, I actually <laughs> broke my suckish movies down into two subcategories, and the only reason I did this is okay. because three of these are going to be pretty controversial for the for the general public, I think. But my two worst that we Uh-oh. can all agree on: one, 
number one is Hubie Halloween. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, so far, uh, we're gonna have, are we going to have a consensus bottom this year as opposed <laughs> to a consensus top? <laughs> Possibly. And Possibly. Uh, my number two is Bad Therapy, um, a Netflix film <sighs> that I believe was Rob Corduroy and um, Alicia Silverstone. And yep, that's right. You know, we there's we those are really beloved Hulu actors. Hulu, and I think that that was just such a flop. It was such a shame. It was so terrible. Um, my other subcategory is films that I think had the most hype for no reason because they weren't that good. Um, <laughs> I like that category. Yeah, and the three yeah, that fit, the three that fall into that yeah. category for me are Tenet, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, and Mulan. Those are my three most hype for no reason. Oh, I didn't know that you didn't like Mulan. I didn't see it. Um, I was I was let down a little bit. No, Mulan. Yeah. Oh, Mulan. Yeah, Mulan was. I didn't think it was terrible, but you're right. It was. Uh, it was not let down. Live up to the hype. It was a big yeah. letdown. Mulan, the original, my favorite of of all the Disney princess movies, if you want to even call it that. But um, yeah, no, uh, there's a some good categories there. Couldn't agree more with my number five worst, which is Bad Therapy. That movie is terrible. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> No, oh, no one else. Eight percent on Rotten. It has eight <laughs> yeah. percent. I, I, I was watching oh it. I was gosh. like, "What do you think this has?" And the girl was like, "I don't know." Like, I think she said like thirty something. I'm like, "I'm gonna go like twelve. And I was too high. It was, it was uh, oh single digits. It was. It's a small movie. I won't. I don't want to dump it at any any more than that. My number four. It's Mr. Crocker would... giving Timmy a triple F minus. <laughs> it was a triple F minus. Well, number one's triple F minus. <laughs> Uh, the only good movie, like not good movie, but the only like people seem to like it. It's fresher on tomatoes. It might get like award stuff. Is Shirley? Uh, that movie made me angry. Like I don't know why that movie was good, uh, but yeah, just well, okay. Yeah. You were on that one. What is Shirley Hated about? Shirley. Shirley. The writer Shirley Jackson. Oh, uh, God. the lottery. Like, yeah. It's not good. I, I like the, the lottery, the, that story, but I do not like the movie about this woman. Um, uh, Hubie <laughs> Halloween's my third, so there you go. There's our consensus. Everyone wow. hates Hubie Halloween, Halloween here. Okay, I want to know what two and one is then. Uh, two is it probably two is probably the objectively worst movie I watched, which is The Swing of Things, which is a movie on Hulu as well. Hulu not not a good look early here, uh, but it has John Lovitz in it and oh, Luke God. Wilson. And a bunch of other bums that I've never seen before. And I, <laughs> I started it, and I wanted to get my 500 movie challenge. I started done. it I with like, you, and it didn't watch more than five minutes of that. It was so. It's a, it's it's. Uh, I think the only zero star movie I gave out of the 503 movies I saw in 2020. Um, just an abomination. So, and the number one least favorite, which is you know, it's t- probably a slightly better than Swing of Things, but not by much. And it's just it makes me angry to think about the turning. The turning is the worst. It's so horrible. <laughs> I can't believe just was excited for it. Uh, that's uh, an old January movie, but uh, yeah, such. I, I it fell below my bottom of the barrel expectations. It was even worse than I thought it was going to be. So there's the bottom mm-hmm. five for me. There's our least favorites out of the way. Hubie Halloween is gets gets our version of the Golden Razzie, I guess. For <laughs> yeah. least favorite thing. It was so horrible. I think Ugh, it's everyone's just... version of that. I can't imagine. Come on. Yeah, seriously. So we're going on to our non-movie section now, and this is. Uh, shorts, uh, both live action and animated, TV shows that came out this year, mini series, anything from 2020 that came out the season or long form. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of decent TV out there this uh, these days. So we thought we would give a little plug to some of our favorites in there. Mom, okay, back around to you. Favorite uh, non movie things this year? Um, I actually have two. One is just sentimental because I love Chris Evans so much. As I loved watching Defending Jacob, eight episodes on Apple TV. I've watched it a couple times and there's a book, but I probably won't read it. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we don't read here. Remember? Yeah. Not strong readers. I mean, Jess, <laughs> Jess, if you want to read this, it, you can uh, read it, but this is yeah. not book club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not movie does not mean book. You still have to watch it on a streaming service. <laughs> yeah. This is not book club. Can't make that more clear. <laughs> and the thing that I really enjoyed the most, I have watched a lot of series, um, stuff television and and things and uh is the queen's gambit i mean oh man that was so good it's really good um me and brendan are still in the dark on that one i would like to watch it again for the first time but i know that that's not possible so we'll watch uh, it yeah i've I've heard it's really quite good yeah well crafted good story i mean it's about chess and you're like how am i going to watch something about chess but is it 
So interesting. Well, okay. Anything else in your non-movie category? Any shorts? Any other TV shows? No, I just finished Bridgerton, and you know. Yeah, that's enough. I couldn't finish that. If you want to, I tried watching a few episodes, and I I couldn't. Oh, that sounds like the minority consensus about it. A little bit. Yeah, a lot of people liked it, but I couldn't do it. It slides down. Like as you're watching it, I'm like, okay, I have to finish this, and by episode five episode five i guess i'm still into it but after episode five i'm like i need this to be over with so Hmm. i just gotta power through so what's it about just real quick because i actually have not heard of this it's basically uh downton abbey porn is that a good way to describe (laughs) it Jess? oh my god i didn't get to the porn part i think i gave up too early (laughs) girl there was porn in episode one what What the fuck i i guess i i I don't remember and i i didn't like it (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would it, be. I, I was confused by the Down Daddy movie immensely, so I, I have no interest in this at all. Yeah. Old, Go- old British I've heard things. it. I've heard it described as Gossip Girl, like R to X rated Gossip Girl, me R rated Gossip Girl meets Downton Abbey. So, oh my god, I don't know Gossip Girl. Yeah. Yikes! Well, yeah, let's go on to Jess. <laughs> all right, Jess, this yeah. is your time to shine. Stuff uh, that's not movies. What's uh, what? What uh, would you see this year? <laughs> well, I agree with Mama K. Okay. Uh, Queen's Gambit was very, very good. Um, yeah. I also want to give my appreciation at TikTok for exploding this year. Um, yes. I spent many, many, oh, yeah. many hours watching TikTok videos. Yes. So, yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly. So I think if we're talking like screen time and watching things, I think it's just <laughs> social media just exponentially going crazy this year. So that took yeah. a lot of my screen time. And then I'm just going to say the short that I did for um, my pick is If Anything Happens, I Love You. Still think that's a phenomenal tiny little movie. So kudos to that one. Nice, nice. Any other uh, series or mostly mostly just a TikTok TikTok wormhole? Because I, I yeah, found big appreciation to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I give a real quick shout out to your Korean dad on TikTok because he's my fave. Oh, we can't start shouting out channels. There's so many. I, I just needed to one, just one, just your Korean dad. <laughs> And the guy who just chops trees all day. Oh, long. you've already. Oh, you're doing two. That's enough. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Where's the, right, when's Nicole, our TikTok episode? Okay. Yeah, we can do that. I, I have no problem with that. There's a lot of creators that I actually want to give a shout out to. But that's it for another episode. Nicole, what's uh, your favorite non-movie stuff from this year? Um, I have one thing on my list, and I don't know what happened this year. I guess I just didn't watch new things. I was I was catching up on some old stuff. But the one thing that I have, it came out in July. And I remember one of my girlfriends was over, we were just relaxing, watching Netflix, and something that we decided to watch that became, like, amazing was uh, on Netflix, it was called Indian Matchmaker. <laughs> it was literally a show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was literally... I you were going to say a different show. No, a show about a woman who is a, a matchmaker for um, up-and-coming and hip 30 somethings and it was just amazing i just loved it so much it was so good <laughs> that's a good call Do you have any call. other ones no that's all i had really <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i uh, love on the spectrum uh because you got you watched that with your your same friend mm. that came over around the same time that was but, good uh, too that was good too i forgot about that yeah for, for me for the short it's obvious if anything happens i love you was i think my favorite short of 2020 Ooh. there were other ones i saw from o- older years but uh for 2020 made that uh it led the pack by by a good a bit, um, and then a couple other new original shows which I had never seen. One I'm not ashamed to like, and one I'm extremely ashamed to like. No. The one I'm not ashamed to like is Upload, which is on Amazon Prime, and that's created by uh, Greg Daniels, the creator of The Office and Parks and Rec. Uh, but this is like a sci-fi show. He gets uploaded to uh, like a virtual reality world, and that's like the afterlife. Really good. Uh, it's like a dramedy, uh, sci-fi dramedy. Um, yeah, so I quite enjoyed Upload. Can't wait for another season of that. And then I'm extremely ashamed to say I watched the U.S. version and the Brazil version and the French version. Or no, French version? What Brazilian. I think it was what? the French version. I watched The Circle, which is a reality uh, TV show on Netflix. That's from 2020? Uh, is, that's that not 2020. I, I looked it up. Twenty. Well, the U.K. versions came out older, but Netflix... Came out with the U.S., Brazil, and French versions okay. this year. Well, those were amazing. Uh, if I had known that was 2020, that would definitely be on my list, too. Because They are in the vein of Big Brother, except they are all in isolated rooms. So actually, and it's it was social kind of media ahead of its based. time in that way. Yeah, it's um, 
it's really addictive. It's it, and I don't like uh, those kinds of shows usually, but um, I really, really liked all all languages of the be circle. Bro. Uh, there's there's a little you know, shame. It's good for it's we like who we like. We like what we like. We love who we love. Just That's right. It's it a little it's a little shame. Uh, and then the best thing I obviously saw was Mandalorian season two because duh, like it was. It's the best Star Wars thing I think since Return of the Jedi. Um, it's like. It has every acclaim ever on all the sites rating, and it is 100% deserved. Uh, so yeah, Mandalorian, don't need to gush all about that. I'd love to do our own episode on that, but uh, I know not uh. everyone else here is a fan for some <laughs> stupid reason. <laughs> really dumb reason. That you talk about something you should be ashamed. Is not Oh, knock it off. Uh, yeah. On to... No, we can't. We don't have time for this right now. On to uh, our best, or not really best. We're going favorite actor and actress performance. We're going to go ladies first and start with our favorite actress of the year. Mama Kay, who do you have for that? Yeah, this was hard. As I was looking at all the movies that I liked, my top five, they weren't really uh, solid vehicles for women, which is a bummer. So uh, I went to a movie that maybe or maybe did not make it into my top five but i'm picking um jesse buckley who played in i'm thinking of ending things i think she's really uh for the future for her i think it looks good so i didn't I, it, was, it was a struggle do you have any honorable mentions or do you struggle to even come up with jesse no buckley? i struggled to find her honestly because other people i'd be like oh yeah you know, no, I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't see that. There were some things that I probably should have seen that I didn't see um, for for actresses, but it was really shallow. It was it was it was tough pickings. So, what about you, Jess? Favorite actress performance of the year? Um, so one specifically came to mind, and like Mama Kay said, there wasn't much to do, much to choose from. So this is the one that stood out the most, and I don't even know her name, but it's the girl who did Buffaloed, like the didn't the main character. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe. No. Oh, she was good. Yeah. Zoe Dutch. Yeah. Uh, in Buffalo. Yeah. Yes. She was good. Um, I consider her a very strong female lead. She killed that movie. It was hilarious. It was original, and it wouldn't have been a great performance if uh, she didn't lead it. Yeah. No, she was quite good at that. Do you have any other ones that came to mind, or were you also you said struggling best actress? For it's one. Just let it be one. I would. We have. We yeah. do honor, we, we've done honorable mentions for every other section. We did honorable these. mentions for no. All right, all right, fine. I will ask only for one. Should I do the same for actors? Everyone only have one actor as well? I didn't pick any, yeah. so... Yeah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, I have an honorable mention for actor. Damn it. <laughs> you well, can have mine. Your honorable mention, then. Mine. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have one. I'll, I'll, I'll edit around this if it doesn't sound favorable. Uh, Nicole, what do you what do you have for your favorite actor? Who's your one person? Yeah, so, who's the only woman who was good this year? I picked my breakout star of the year meaning this was their very first performance i chose kiera allen who was chloe in the movie Mm. run with sarah paulson um she is 22 years old this was her first this is her first movie and what i love that they did is chose someone who actually has a disability where they are required to use a wheelchair and didn't use somebody who was able-bodied to play that role. So I'm really happy for her that she was able to do this. And I thought Mm -hmm. she was really good in that. Um, So I I would like to see more from her. So she was the the actress that I picked. That movie in general, I like Sarah Paulson a lot too, but I have to give it to Kiara Allen for, you know, being brave enough to do that. Uh, very nice. So all like three that. of your top women are all in my thing. Uh, Zoe Dutch mm. and Kira Allen from Buffalo and Run, respectively. Both were in my honorable mentions. And Jesse Buckley was my number one of the year as young woman. Ooh. And I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, I have not seen her in much, but she was absolutely fantastic. And uh, the other two that I also had on here was Maria Bakalova as Tutar in Borat's subsequent movie film. Because uh, she no. was, that's that's probably my breakout of the year. Uh, she's already getting all kinds of award buzz, much deserved. Uh, so I am very glad that she's getting recognized. And Julia Garner, also a lesser known actress, is Jane in The Assistant, which is basically a movie about a woman who works at a production, a film production office, 
and it's just her menial tasks she does all day and and it's a very sad look at her life and it's fantastic it's so engaging for a very deliberate or rather slow movie for some but uh, no no one saw that or cared about that and uh, that's on the panel here with me so let's move on to our favorite acting performance from a man an actor of the year what do you got for that back around to mama k i loved riz ahmed in the um, mm, sound of metal yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, i i had seen him before in several other things tv and and other movies and i know he's like a dj kind of rapper dude and i've seen him many times and i was I, I found him unrecognizable in this role and not th- and i didn't have any feeling for him one way or another but man he was really really solid in that movie and um i I would. I just recommended it actually today to somebody to to watch because mm. I think he's. It's such a standout performance. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. My my runner up was actually the other Jesse from I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is Jesse Plemons, because I thought he was. How do you guys even that remember too. that movie? I don't even which know what one? it's about. <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> Because uh, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I <laughs> what? I think about it. I ended it. I ended it a long time ago. <laughs> I asked you, just how can you? It. I asked you, just how can you not remember any movie ever? Like, it's I think it is. I mean, some movies stick with me, but most of them, like when I was looking through the list, I was like, did I? I reviewed this. I don't even remember. I feel so, like, I don't know. <laughs> if you if you read me the title of each of my five or three movies, I saw, I bet you I could tell you something about every single one of them. Well, that's obsession. Every single one. So you need to get over that. <laughs> All right, uh, turn to Jess. <laughs> Jess, Jess's top uh, actor of the year. Okay, so I agree with Mama K. Um, the Sound of Metal's performance was very good. Nice. But looking through this, there wasn't like one thing that really, really stood out to me. So I'm going to go with the guy who liked his octopus because I really <laughs> admired his passion. <laughs> I don't even have his name in front of me because that's He's not, not even, even an actor. An actor. <laughs> yeah. Well, about- he didn't even have to act. I mean, his passion was all there. That's he amazing. loved that octopus. He was oh so devoted. God. I mean, he's my guy for, the listeners for this year. Who are confused? <sighs> there is a documentary called "My Octopus Teacher." We did as my host pick a couple months back, and there's a guy who that's uh, so funny. has a relationship with an octopus. He's not an actor. He's just a, a guy. Um, but he's an octopus yeah, enthusiast. Yeah, top performance of the year is octopus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think that counts. <laughs> and, and an honorable for Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Uh, all right, uh, Nicole, what about you? Um, I haven't seen very much from him, and there's something that this gentleman does that I am cl- completely left in the dark on, which is a shame because I should watch it. But I'm going to give my vote to Dan Levy um, in Happiest mm. Season because he's so funny in that, and I know that he is such a standout star from Schitt's Creek, but unfortunately I never watched it, but I think that just opens the door for him to have many more um, roles in movies, and hopefully something a little more than just the sidekick, so I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, Wait, y'all uh, haven't watched Levy? Schitt's Creek? No. I, we tried I to watch it, it and it either. was like... Yeah, you have it, was, to, it was it was funny, but like yeah. it is though. You have to try it a second time. I did the same exact thing. I watched two episodes. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know what's going on. And then, not that I don't know what's going on, but I didn't get it. It's funny. I don't want to commit to something that long. You know, it's just it's something that doesn't grab me right away. There's so much good stuff out there. I don't. Got some commitment my time. Uh, what's <laughs> ne- me and my next? Do you have any, anyone else to mention, Nicole? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so uh, Riza. <laughs> Riz Ahmed and Jesse Plemons were both on my honorable mentions for Sound in the Metal, and I'm thinking of ending things. I did not have uh, Octopus Man on there, uh, <laughs> nor did I Shock. have uh, uh, <laughs> Le- 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 Levy from uh, Happy Season. <laughs> also on my honorable mentions was Brian Landis Fulkins, who played David in Rent-A-Pal, an actor probably no one's ever seen. But, uh, you know, I thought he really was one of the best actors of the year, and uh, I don't think his name will be said on any other top thing here but i i hope this man gets more work brian landis Fulkins, very good actor and paul bettany in uncle frank as uncle frank is mm. also an audible mention he carried that movie which i thought was a good three-star movie but he elevated it to that but my number one actor of the year was delroy lindo as paul in the five bloods what a what? performance delroy lindo i love delroy really? lindo's performance 
Bloods. Into Five Bloods. Yep. My favorite of the year. I, mean, I think. Okay. I thought it was a, a pretty solid movie. And he he is how, why I remember. If you ask me, what, what do you remember from De- Five Bloods? I remember Delroy Lindo's character, Paul. He is a <laughs> magnetic force. He's been a character actor for a very long time. And I think it's his year. This was a great, a great uh, turn. I, I love the, that performance. He might get so, a nom uh, for supporting. He might. Is he supporting or is he because it's an ensemble, so it's hard to like. I don't know yeah, if like the screen I, time I calculation. Would, I think they would put him as supporting, but I will mention though, Riz Ahmed did show up. Riz Ahmed did show up on all three of our four lists here. Everyone who saw Sound of Metal, so everyone who saw Sound of Metal uh, put that at their at their top. Um, so we're on we're on to the tops of the year. So we're gonna go back and forth, starting at five, work our way up to one, and we're gonna see if we have a consensus winner even we have one movie that's on two of our lists i have no idea i think um, i think we will have a one consensus winner there might be something if it's like a yeah there might be a couple but like if it's like a tie obviously whoever whatever has like the higher the higher uh like if it's like a two and a three versus a four and a five you know what i mean um all right so i'm not okay kick us off i'll do the math okay are we doing oh i know Are we doing five, like five, 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 then four, four, mm-hmm. four, four, or am I? Okay, yep, so good. that we culminate with all of our number That's ones. That's cool. Yep. All right. So number five just got mentioned. It's uh, a Spike Lee joint called The Five Bloods. Um, all right. That is something I really uh, would have liked to spend a little more time with, but, um, and I probably could have. I mean, really, what the hell was I doing during COVID? So um, It was also a very long movie, so you, we spent a good amount of time with it. It was a long movie. I know that I'll wind up seeing it at least, you know, I'll, I'll see it again. I'll see it a couple times again. But um, it was it was a nice, you know, sometime for me, Spike Lee's a little hit miss. And I really, really li- enjoyed this movie. Delroy Lindo, obviously. Yeah, stand out. Chadwick Boseman, yeah, peace. Yeah. Yeah, peace. Got a, got an honorable mention, Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah, no, I usually, it's probably my second favorite Spike Lee movie. I really like that one. Uh, Jess, on to your top five. Number five. Number five. So my top four was kind of, I guess, easier to spot out. My five was between a couple because, again, there wasn't much to choose from. You said the same thing last year. You were like, I had four, and then I had to, like, kind of make up a fifth (laughs) one. (laughs) Really? Okay, well, same thing this year. Um, And I just was like, let's just go with it. Vivarium. I thought that was a cool, unique, Mm. fun movie. You put Vivarium as your fifth? She can do whatever she wants. Exactly. I don't think she What's recommended. I don't think you recommended Vivarium. Well, <laughs> clearly I thought about it after that's, I watched that's exactly it. Exactly right. It took some time to simmer. That's right. I do that all the time. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, you thought about it. I for that for for just speak. That is that deserves points on its own. So all right. <laughs> Vivarium sneaking onto the top five for Jess. What about you, Nicole? Number five. Um, my number five was Netflix film called His House, which was a horror thriller film. And mm-hmm. I want there to be a second one, or I wanted it to be longer. Like I wanted more of it because it was really good. Wow. Yeah, His House. Uh, interesting little Netflix horror yeah. movie about the the re- the refugees. And uh, yeah, I never seen a horror movie like that. I always like the the uniqueness. Big in, twist. Big in twist. horror movies. Are you big saying twist. his like H I S or his? Oh, okay. His house. H I S. I thought you were saying hens, like hens house, like turkey, not about the hens chicken. Like that doesn't sound like a horror movie. All right. His house. All right. On to my number five. I had similar to last year as Jess, except for my own thing. I had a obvious top three, and then four through like eight or nine were all kind of mixed in there. So these are the two that made the cut. First, number five. Trial of the Chicago 7, Aaron Sorkin's second directed film, also wrote it. Uh, it's an acting tour de force. It's very uh, talky and wordy, which are my kind of movies. Um, really That's good only a second all the film. way. It's only a second directed. He's uh, written oh. a million things. Oh. And he's, he's made some TV shows too. And he's but, t- uh, yeah, film. big TV. Yeah, he, a lot of TV before uh, West Wing and uh, that other one. I can never remember oh, that okay. one, uh, the newer one. Um, but yeah, uh, second movie, and yeah, just a just a tour de force. I think I like Molly's Game a little better. It's really close. Um, Molly's but... Game was way better. I agree. Oh yeah, because you didn't understand. You didn't understand what happened in Trial of the Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I can't help. This Trial of the Chicago Seven. Back around to you, Mama K. Uh, my number four is a movie that has not been mentioned at all already in this 30 minutes that we've been going on um and it is on the rocks with uh bill murray and rashida jones 
And the last time mm. we were doing a podcast, Brendan was talking about, ooh, it just makes me all warm and fuzzy. And whatever it was was not a very warm and fuzzy thing. Right, Nicole? Mm-hmm. Um, it was and, our last movie that we did. It was... Uh, yeah. Which you recommended as well, but it's fine. Cool. I did recommend it, but it's not warm and fuzzy. Um, so this is a warm and fuzzy movie. It's very... it's. It's everything I like about a film. It's set in the city. There's a lot of honking and signals. and um... <laughs> I can do that for you for free. And then would, would you recommend that? I, th- I think I'm the only other one here who saw on the rocks. And that movie is goddamn boring. It's oh. so boring. <laughs> it's Clearly so... you weren't listening to all the honking. <laughs> you weren't you were It kept waking me right up. Yeah. It was boring. And it was boring and it was for in... Sofia Coppola, which is saying something. It was it was a perfectly charming movie, and it was perfectly set for my number four pick. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jess, on to number four. At least a movie you liked, it sound like. What do you got for that? Yeah, so my number four is what Nicole just said. I put his house. Oh, oh, his house already showing up yeah. twice on our list? <laughs> Anything additional to say other than what Nicole already led with? Yeah, no, I think we, we gushed about it. Um, it's just very original. We... I think all of us agree we haven't seen a horror film quite like that, um, and it was just it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally agree. Didn't didn't quite make my list, but uh, yeah, his house solid movie. Uh, all right, his house er, taking the early lead. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nicole? Um, my number four is a documentary. Um, it is something that Brennan and I watched together that I don't think that either of you have seen, but it was very charming, very bizarre. It was the most unique thing I've ever seen. It has to do with the world of sporting that (laughs) nobody knows about. It's called Pigeon Kings. Um, oh yes, I can't believe this made your top five. This is, we're mimicking last year because last year you picked, um, that other sell art of self-defense this is your art of self-defense pick yeah pigeon kings is an amazing documentary that follows oh, national groups of people who do pigeon sport where they throw them up in the air and watch them fly and they get points for tricks and it's just amazing what? it's so, it's so good. freaking I, you need to good it. it's uh, so Jess? good Jess, I'm so worried about them. You need to see so it. Yeah, I'm worried about them. I think the the thing was uh, like health check. Please have somebody it's go. It's so amazing. Sure I think right. is that eth- can you ethically do that? With oh, they get an into animal? that. I... They, they get okay. into that. Just tell them the story <laughs> of what just happened. That they recommended a pigeon throwing movie. So I didn't. Yeah. Re- I mean, I recommend it, but it wasn't on my top five. But damn, that is such a good. Oh, I love that. One of the synopses was. Uh, uh, middle-aged men uh, on unemployment watch pigeons have uh, seizures in unison. <laughs> like that's like what the like the tagline was. I'm like, it's what so it, it's it's even better than that. It's so amazing. Uh, totally agree, Nicole. Great pick. Um, <laughs> Pigeon King. Pigeon King. Such a good movie. Uh, it's my okay. turn again. I also have a documentary about an animal. And it's already been mentioned, though. It is My Octopus Teacher. Oh, my God. My host pick from earlier this year. Shed a tear at that poor octopus. He uh, he really oh bonded gosh. with that man. Um, it is oh. a touching documentary. It's my number one documentary of the year. Uh, I have several honorable mentions because it is a good year for docs. But, uh, yeah, I really I really enjoyed that My Octopus Teacher. Watched it twice. Teared up both times. So, My Octopus Teacher, oh my number God. four for me and now we're in our top threes back to you mama k i'm just a little i'm (laughs) taken aback a little bit i'm just trying to wrap my brain around those this this year was so unexpected you have to have to expect the unexpected with these picks i mean these were all that is very true everything (laughs) that was created (laughs) everything that was created this year was so all over the map that it's so hard to even think what people are going to pick that's that's what's fun about this year all right. Well, I mean, sure. I'm picking a movie for the third pick that I would, I was not, I didn't know going into it anything. And I'm, I surprised myself that I was as uh, much of a champion of it as I am. And it is Vast of Night. Um, yeah, Vast of Night. It's, you know, I don't know. It was, everything about it was just like so um, fun and surreal and old-fashioned but edgy and i don't think i've heard I, of this i just yeah, really I don't think so either oh is that just that was just us then huh we were yeah it was just the two of us i can't someone else was supposed to be on but they had a thing but uh, that's on amazon prime it's short i think you'd both like that actually that's that's worth yeah, a watch for both of you 
It is. And it's, and it's quick and it runs, you know, it runs. That's one of those movies where I was like, I could have probably watched a little bit more of this. I didn't, I don't think they needed to make more of it, but it's, um, I would watch something else in that same exact vein. Um, yeah. That Bastion middle Knight. monologue. I remember really like that really stuck with me that like middle, uh, when they interviewed the guy, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that pick quite a bit. Um, on to you, Jess, for your number three. My number three is Uncle Frank. I think that this was the, the touching, moving movie of the year. Um, I really appreciated it, and I remember Mom and Kay really liked it as well. Yep. Yeah, Uncle Frank, very solid three-star movie. Um, Paul Bettany, very good in that. <laughs> One of the best actors of the year. Always got to be a hater. <laughs> he is. I got to be. I, well, we're, oh, we're, the, we're the common folk. The we're picking pigeon kings bitch like that's co- no one's heard of pigeon kings you're the only person who's ever p- p- picked that for uh, i don't care uh, it's a fantastic movie well what's your number three then nicole <laughs> my like number it. three my number three is um another i guess that was like another thing they tried to do this year it's kind of interesting i wonder how many more things we're going to do like this but my number three is hamilton um the reason yeah. i picked it that high is i just think that the the play to movie deal and just you know what covid did for this um the the way they were able to bounce back after that i think that was really awesome um and it was just performed really amazing and it gave a lot of people the opportunity to see the play without going to see it so that was awesome without spending eight hundred dollars a ticket yeah seriously yeah (laughs) it was unique i uh yeah i thought it was a a a well well i like that second act quite a bit the the cabinet i think it was more the experience uh, than directly the the content because i just think that it was so amazing choice that they made to do that film it and put it on so people can see it especially during covid when nobody can go to the to um times square nobody can go, excuse me um broadway uh so i just thought it was genius all right well what do you got for uh number three brennan well i got uh my top three here and uh <laughs> I'm a big fan of my top three here. <laughs> I don't know who choked on their drink, but um, I no one else has seen this yet because it just came out in theaters. But when it comes out, available to everybody, you gotta go see "Promising Young Woman." "Promising Young Woman" is so good. It is so good. <laughs> and if you guys say if you guys say you haven't women. heard of it, I'm gonna be so mad. I will like I will be so angry, angry, <laughs> angry. Wait, so. Wait, who, so who's in this? <laughs> this is yeah, starring. You guys are, oh my lord. This is Carrie Mulligan, and uh, it is a directorial debut of Emerald Fennell. Uh, and it is about a woman who, uh, she's in like her mid-30s, and she pretends to go out and get drunk every night. Uh, and a, a nice guy will take her home, and uh, then she will turn the tables on him for uh, trying to take advantage of this poor woman. And uh, it goes deeper than that. One of the best endings I saw this year. A really complete film. It's her directorial debut. Uh, Jess will really like it. Nicole will really hate it. And my mom will like it until the end. So It does sound like something I would like. (laughs) You just would like this the most. Jess will be in the theater making notes. How do I do this? I'm going to be doing this. This Jess would really like this. Nicole would not. Okay, would like it till the end. When when I make you all watch this, there's my prediction right here right now. Promising Young Woman, number three of the year. Really great debut Mm -hmm. from Emerald. All right. Can I go see it now? Time. Is it in the theaters? I th- you should check your thing. I know theaters are open by you. They're still yeah, I know, but I feel like theater. they're still putting out Polar Express. So you know, no wonder, no wonder you don't know what year. No wonder you don't know what year things come out. <laughs> they still play in the Polar Showman. <laughs> Polar Express just got to Maine. <laughs> wow. Hot, hot, hot. All right, hot. we're on our top. Onto our top two now. Back to you, wow. okay. It's back to me. Okay, uh, number two is a movie that I hope and I think is probably going to be in anybody who saw its top. Uh, haven't mentioned it yet. I guess. well, maybe somebody has. Sound of Metal. Love Sound of Metal. That movie I had no expectations for, um, and I was blown away. Just the storyline, the brevity of what you learn in the story. It's 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 masterful. I loved it. Uh, another movie that I'm recommending constantly when people are you know 
saying, I think we're going to rent tenant tonight. And I'm like, please don't please go get, this for free. get this for free. Because if I hear this is what happens, I'll say, don't do it. You're not going to like it. And then all I hear for the next week is how, how, what? I don't understand. I'm like, I had a whole podcast on it. You could have just listened to it. I, I told you, I told you I not to do it. Tenet. I yeah. Tenet. yeah, I know, but I think sound of metal is a better movie. I agree. That's not my but, people, uh... but sound of metal number two. That's a good one to recommend to most anyone. I think most anyone could like Sound of Metal. Um, yeah. All right, on to you, Jess, for your number two. So my number two was also Sound of Metal. Yeah! Ooh, we got a new front runner. <laughs> we got a new front runner for a film of the year. Yeah. I had basically the same reaction as Mama K. I didn't really know what it was going into it, but much appreciation after watching it. Um, it was just well done and just balanced and wholesome and just very good. Yeah. There we go. Stuck the landing. A lot of movies like that don't stick the landing, but uh, real, real good yeah. ending too. Yeah, great um, ending. Without without spoiling what actually happens, but because uh, Nicole, you got to watch that still, you know. Yeah, sorry to screw up everything, but I didn't see it. So, <laughs> well, what's your number two, Nicole? <sighs> My number two is another documentary, and oh boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's not Pigeon Kings again. Uh, <laughs> Pigeon, Pigeon Kings, Kings 2 and 4. <laughs> um, this documentary is called Crip, Crip Camp. Crip Camp, oh, a disability yeah. revolution. And it was all about how the um, ADA was enacted and, and how um, people with disabilities fought for um accessibility in in buildings and easier way of life in in public areas and just the things that those people went through and the background story on a lot of the characters in it um really heartwarming really sad and touching to see what they went through and i actually did cry at the end of this because it was so touching so i think if you're looking for a documentary that is a good one to to pick yeah, I, I like it just because you cried, and when you cried in a movie, it reminds me like, oh, she, she, she understands. She understands. Usually, it's a documentary about <laughs> disabled people. But. Oh uh, Crip God. Camp, excellent document. Almost upset Mulan in our tournament in our draft tournament. Only yeah, I have a I have behind. a bone yeah. to pick with with two people that didn't pick me, but it's okay. It's fine. Ugh. You know, well. I guess they just don't like disabled people. That's really what it comes stop, down. Stop, stop. <laughs> Number two film of the year for me. Uh, there were two Pixar films this year. Both were very close, but Soul slides on to number two of the year. It met my lofty expectations. It's not a top five Pixar film, but to crack that is that is a tough nut to crack. That is a that is a very uh, difficult <laughs> difficult place to get into. But it is a top half Pixar for sure. I liked it more than Onward, which I thought was also a good movie and is in like an honorable mention territory. Uh, but Soul, really complete film one of the most mature definitely better than inside out i don't know why people like inside out so much it's vastly yeah. inferior to soul uh so yeah soul my number oh. two film of the year and now we're wrapped around to our number ones of the year real it quick was... recap mama k yeah. had from five to two to five bloods on the rocks the vast of night and sound of metal jess has vivarium his house Uncle Frank and Sound of Metal. Nicole starts with His House, Pigeon Kings, Hamilton, and Crip Camp. Very unique uh, list right there. Mm -hmm. And I have (laughs) Trial of the Chicago 7, My Octopus Teacher, Promising Young Woman, and Soul. Here we are, number ones of the year, Mom K. You're really close with your number two because Soul is the number one movie. Uh, oh oh it slides Um, past sound of metal (laughs) i'm not sure yeah and i'm surprised that it did that i think it did that only because i actually watched it for a second time a couple days ago and i was like this is just you know it's really Mm -hmm. really 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 good and it is um it is a more adult film and it is a little bit of a break from what pixar normally pumps out it's just advanced i think that's what it is it's like it's like pixar plus this is this is moving on so uh i have really high hopes for what what's coming up next for pixar what's coming up next for disney and everyone so star wars and so uh marvel i gotta say Mm. um so i think that this is just a good stepping stone for them and it's a really great movie and even with those little pikmin creatures which yeah, that's what they were when I watched them the second time. They were creatures. So, um, so that's my number one, Soul, Pixar Disney. 
There it is. Soul number one from Mama K. What is I I don't know, Jess. Mine number one is also soul. Oh my god. I told each other guys that I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Karen texted me and said Soul is the best film created in 2020. So I was like, I <laughs> Former guest of the show, it. Karen. And I haven't, remember, when we were doing the draft, I haven't even heard of it. I didn't even know what it was. Um, and she texted me afterwards and I watched it and I was like, yep, absolutely agree. Best film 2020, hands down. Yeah. Um, I gushed to people at work about it and uh, my, my coworkers, my boss watched it and they all agreed. Everyone thought it was brilliantly done. Yes. Oh my god, I'm wow. lower on soul than you two. Uh, that almost hurts my soul. I don't even know if I can handle that. But, you know, <laughs> that can you only know, happen in the real world. So. I think I'm, pr- I'm, pr- yeah. I am proud. I'm very. This, 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 this made me really happy. I really turned it all around for me. Um, <laughs> Nicole, we're we gonna make it another a, a perfect soul streak. Um, <laughs> is a Pixar film. My number one is a Pixar film. Oh. oh. But it is not Soul. It's <laughs> My number one pick was Onward this year, and I have to you say, you really liked that. Yeah, I really Nicole liked that. Loved Onward. That is yeah. what gave I me. That look, that is what gave me the ideal Pixar feeling. That's the warm fuzzy, okay, Brennan? Like that's my All warm right. fuzzy. Is the is Onward Pixar style? Soul was not is not gonna i'm not gonna lie it was a great film it is in my honorable mentions but it didn't have that same characteristic that i always enjoy when i'm watching a pixar film and i think it's just because you know this this newer style that they were trying out while i think it was great i'm not ready to give up the old way yet (laughs) like i still like that and that's why i think that onward tugged at my heartstrings a lot more than soul did and another movie that i cried my eyes out at so Aww. Sorry yeah, we, for sorry both. for soul, but I uh, I had picked onward instead. <laughs> uh, onward made my honorable mentions as well. Um, and my number one of the year is apparently, according to Jess, the very forgettable to me, unforgettable. I think the only movie I watched twice, like back to back, like like de- first day and then watched again the next day. I'm thinking of ending things. Ooh. I'm thinking of ending Wait, things. Wait, really? You like it that much? Favorite <laughs> movie of the year. Favorite movie of the year. The only one I want. As I say, I, I can't wait to go walk back and watch a third time. I've been busy watching new stuff, but now that I have completed the 500 challenge, I can go back and indulge in my favorites of last year. Oh, but good. Maybe I'm I can pick anything. some things now. <laughs> We've been watching my Six Hundred Pound Life for like four days straight. All right. Like, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> You pick you get you get your time. You get your you get you get your time. Uh no, I'm thinking of ending things. Uh just um, I love his movies. They're real thinkers. They they have all kinds of depth in them. Like an endless amount of depth to mine. Like I can't I would I, it's I rest easy knowing that I'll never mind to the bottom of I'm thinking of ending things even after a dozen watches and uh I always get something extra and new performances over, you know, both in my uh, honorable mention and wins. Um, okay, I seem to like the performances as well too. So that's I, I take solace yeah. in that. Um, yeah, just a, a lot going on. All all my kind of stuff. Really loved. I'm thinking of ending things. And so our film of the year on three out of the four lists, two number one spots and a number two spot. It is Soul. Soul is Soul. our number one of the year as a consensus. Awesome. Honorable to Sound yeah. of Metal, which got two second place finishes, and His House, which was also two appearances on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Soul, Soul taking nice. home the dub this year. And uh, yeah, do we have <laughs> any other honorable mentions? We, I'll start with you, Mama K. You have any honorable mentions you wanted to throw on as well that we haven't already talked about? I think all of them uh, that I had on here were all talked about. It was um, Uncle Frank, Hamilton. Um, I did watch on my own Trial of the Chicago 7, and I enjoyed it. Um, I'm thinking of ending things, of course. I think that was really – I have my notes here, and that I have things scratched out next to all those that I just said because <laughs> I'm like, okay, is this number five or is this, the, is this number four? And then I just kept going back and forth. So, um, yeah, it's it's nothing different. I don't have a, you know, Angry Bird Marathon or whatever. Pigeon case. I don't know. <laughs> Pigeon, pigeon, pigeon throwing. <laughs> Do you have any any others, Jess? Don't like knock you it till you try it. You gotta try. I'm gonna it. have to watch it. It's only like an hour, hour it. ten minutes. It's 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 brief. Oh, it's so good. Do you have any others, Jess? I know you were kind of scraping to come up with your your last last pick, but 
Yeah, no, I think I think I said everything I wanted to see about the films this year. I thought it was cool that um, Mama K and I both had yeah. number one and number two spots mm-hmm. the same. So that is true. Twinning there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole, do you have any other ones you wanted to mention? Um, yeah, I just had five there. I also had Soul, obviously. I had Charles of the Chicago Seven. I did have my octopus teacher on there. Um, I also had <laughs> two that we haven't said. They're fun and lighthearted. Um, Enola Holmes and The Prom were on my honorable mention. They were just fun to watch. Enola Holmes. Yeah. Prom Enola was good. Holmes was fun. You're right. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Uh, honorable mentions that haven't been said. I have a bunch, but most have been said. Uh, Wolf Walkers, which was very close to making my top five. That is on mm-hmm. Apple Plus, one of their six things. They really don't have very much. But if you happen to have it, Wolf Walkers, excellent animated uh, like folklore kind of movie. Um, really unique style. Uh, great story. Really enjoyed it. Uh, let's see. Onward said Sound of Metal, Tanabora. Uh, platform. We never got to reviewing the platform because other things kept coming up, but that is... Uh, Spanish language film about a prison complex thing. Very good. Uh, the Climb, which is an indie movie that I saw in theaters about uh, these two best friends and they have a falling out and they get back together and there's all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh, Freaky, which is made by the guy who made um, uh, Happy Death Day, so just doesn't want to hear that. But uh, <laughs> oh, Fre- <nope. laughs> Freaky is a very funny uh, body swap horror slasher comedy, uh, which I've grown to like the horror slasher comedy genre what quite is a bit. That? No, it's like it's like they take the old '80s movies and like the tropes, but make them funny. And you know, it's I- the Geico commercial with the the saws hanging from the place yeah exactly i mean yeah i get (laughs) yes i suppose it's like a movie of that but uh, i could just watch a geico commercial though a little more fleshed out than that uh rent a pal which i mentioned (laughs) when i talked about uh, brian landis falcons uh vhs made by the son of uh of uh, tim robbins it's a very Mm. weird movie where a kid watches a bunch of old home movies and their stuff he recorded on his TV and it's all very odd sketch comedy kind of stuff. Uh, if you're like weirdo movies, VHS, go check that one out. Uh, yes, God, yes. VHS. Yes, God, yes. Um, honorable mention, the girl from Stranger Things is goes to like a Bible camp thing. Very funny coming of age story. Wade in the Water, uh, about a fat incel guy who uh, tries to kill a pedophile. The Assistant, which I already talked about. And King of Staten Island, I finally got around to. I think that was a pretty good mm-hmm. Judd Apatow movie. A little long, but uh, worth Better it. than that other one, right? Ugh. Which which other one? It had big, to have been. Big Time Adolescence. You liked that. Eh, I did. I pulled a Jess and I went back and thought about it. And then I just decided I and didn't you like it. And you switched it the other way this time, though. I think it was a better movie than Big Time Adolescence. But um, yeah, they're, they're both quite good. And then uh, Otter Bunch and Documentaries. David Attenborough, Life on Our Planet. It's his last of yeah. his series. Very good film. Boy State, uh, about uh, these like up and coming like teenage kids boys go to be like politicians for a week and it's full of testosterone and yelling and they try to elect things very intense uh very good documentary started as a joke about comedian eugene Mirman and uh the comedy festival he made and it's also about his wife dying of cancer that's a very touching documentary class action park fun documentary that nicole and i just saw about action park usa and it's horrible things mm-hmm. and tread the movie about the guy who builds a tank and destroys his town and it's fucking crazy it's it's insane <laughs> what he did they it, he they call in state troopers he goes on like a two-hour rampage through his town and it's it's amazing um very scary though very good documentary uh that is all my honorable mentions i know i had a lot anyone looking forward to any movies coming up before we wrap oh, up let's here? not get that far we just we just finished. are there even any movies coming up? i mean yeah black widow but yeah that's... there was some that were canceled that didn't make it to theaters i was looking forward to so i wanted whenever they show up i, I want to see i know those. you want to see a candy man uh which yeah, yeah. That, that's been pushed back for like a year or so that really yeah, there's definitely some coming up. I mean, I, I, I we did a more extensive that one last year uh, doing our looking forward to, but kind of seems like an exercise in futility this year. So we'll just skip that. Because who knows? Yeah, yeah, seriously, I have no idea. Uh, before we close out, I got one more thing for the show here. Just hold on one second. All right. Are we getting paid? Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Your first paycheck's <laughs> coming paychecks. right now. All right. <laughs> this is 
somebody a knocking at the door? Oh, Get your cat get out. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, just knocking some stuff over here. <clears throat> I just have a thing I gotta read real quick here. So, I already typed up a little thing here. Honorable mentions part two. <laughs> this is a little more than honorable mention. Um, <laughs> so, we've been doing the show almost two years, and uh, Nicole and I have been together just over three years. And uh, for listeners who don't know, we went to a movie on our first date. And there was one I wanted to see, and you said you wanted to see it too. And I warned you it'd be a really weird movie. And I wasn't sure if you knew what you were agreeing to. Uh, it's, uh, it was Darren Aronofsky's, uh, Mother, which, uh, if anyone has seen that, oh. it's not the oh my ideal first date movie. Uh, but, uh, we gripped, uh, tightly gripped each other's hands in horror for the last 40 minutes. Uh, and we both ended up really liking it, and now uh, we watch it every year on the anniversary of that day. Um, so I didn't know if, uh, you knew by enjoying that movie on our first date, man, I'd be making you watch movies and talk about them on a microphone for years and years. Uh, but I really appreciate that you do. Um, and I've loved all the trips we've been able to take and the experiences that we've gotten to share over the past three years and the fact we've been able to spend nearly all day within 10 feet of each other for the last 10 months and not gotten sick of each other is a pretty impressive accomplishment too. Uh, so I want to ask you if you'll keep going places with me and keep sharing experiences with me and keep allowing me to force you to watch movies and talk about them into microphones. Uh, and this is where he pulls out a little box. Oh my god. And he opens it up. <laughs> and he uh, pulls out a ring from inside. Oh my god. And he asks uh, Nicole, will you marry me? Oh my god. Oh my god. That is so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> you gotta say it in the microphone. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I <laughs> can you repeat that? <laughs> Aww. So Jess. <laughs> Hold on, we're just putting it on here. Aww. All right. Well, as you guys are putting it on, I wrote a little something myself too. So let me read that. Oh. Hold on. The cult took her headphones off. One second. <laughs> oh my God! Can everyone hear me? <laughs> Yep, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, Jess said she wrote something for you. They were both in on it. They both knew this was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, you guys ready? Uh Uh-huh. All right. As happy as I am for the engagement of you two, I am even more proud of myself for keeping this a secret for a month. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To the listeners, witnessing this live is like a dream movie. If we're speaking in movie terms, let's cue the melodramatic music that Brennan hates and ripple in a flashback. (laughs) I distinctly remember Brennan first gleaming about Nicole during the previews of my first MoviePass movie, It, at the Grimey's Moving 10. (laughs) She bakes cakes, we talked literally all night long, and she abruptly hung up at 4am to go to work. (laughs) Not long after that, we called her the girl, and very shortly after that, I had the honor of calling her my friend. We instantly clicked, and as cheesy as it sounds, all the stars must have been aligned for Brennan to introduce our friendship. I could go on about the endless laughter all four of us have, but we've got all the episodes recorded to prove it. <laughs> I wish we could toast with house wine and cheese egg rolls from Iron Hill with the good old days. <laughs> But for now, I am truly so excited for your lifelong happiness, and most importantly, I'm ready for one hell of a wedding. Oh my gosh. This is so amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for writing that. That is amazing. Did you not see it coming? No! <laughs> <laughs> How would I ever correlate the top five show in this? Well, now it's recorded. We can listen back That's whenever. That's amazing. Everyone, all of our friends and family can listen. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you, guys. This is the sweetest. This is the sweetest thing. That's the sweetest thing. Good job, Brennan. Did Welcome, you guys see the, Thank you. Did you guys see this ring? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> He's got the salary. All right. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna close this out right here. Uh, thank Aww. you, uh, uh, Jess and Mama K, for being on, and 
Thank you, Nicole, for saying yes. Thank you. And I said I said yes if nobody heard it. <laughs> yeah, I would have cut that out and then edited <laughs> <laughs> it in my own. That, that's how you get them to stay tuned to download the next episode. See what going to say next. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for both being on. Uh, and thank you, Nicole. Um, yeah, until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Love you. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.